0: Ever since I was young, I noticed that my shadow never mirrored my movements. I tried telling my mother and father, but of course, they never believed me. They would entertain my active imagination at first, but after the first couple of times, they grew tired of it. I mean, I was 13. There were far more important things to pay attention than my shadow. but. It bugged me that my shadow was different. School wasn't any easier for me. I quickly became known as the crazy kid, and the friends that I had previously abandoned me and joined in on the teasing and bullying. I tried to act like I just didn't care, but when it continued in high school, I quickly lost my patience. I went from being the crazy kid to the kid with anger issues. My parents were called in at least two times a week because I was involved in some type of altercation. I never really got into any type of huge trouble until the second to the last day of my 10th grade. We were outside playing soccer during PE class. The gym teacher walked to the back shed to put the soccer balls away and James Stevens a kid that had been bullying me since we were in the 7th grade, walked up to me and asked, So Dan, your mother charged me to fuck her last night. Do you think you could ask her if she could make it free tonight? The class snickered along with his insult, and I finally reached my breaking point. I got up to face him and was ready to punch the shit out of him when I saw my shadow moving out of the corner of my eye. James saw where my eyes were pointed and turned around just in time to see my shadow moving slowly towards him. He tried moving away but my shadow moved even quicker and started to shrink in around his feet. I started to look around at the others to see if they saw what my shadow just did but all their eyes were on James. I looked back up at James and saw that his nose started to bleed. He tried to cry out, but thick gobs of blood rose out of his mouth. He fell to the ground as random spots on his body started to bulge out. He finally managed to let out a scream as his ribs ripped out of his skin and shirt. His intestines and organs were exposed to the hot summer sun, and his ribs were pulled apart and broken off. There was a black liquid swimming around the inside of his body, but it slowly spilled out and went back to its natural form as my shadow. Life was a bit different after that. Of course, no one could really blame me for the death of James, but the school did not feel comfortable with having me around anymore. Hell, my own parents didn't feel comfortable around me. They pretty much only spoke to me when they had to. I went to private school after that, and my shadow kept moving on its own, but didn't attack anyone else until my second year of college. I managed to make a couple of friends in college, and even met my first girlfriend, Stacy. There wasn't really anything wrong with our relationship, and I felt like we would even get married. But six months into our relationship, she was rear-ended by a drunk driver. She was dead before the paramedics arrived. She was still only in her first year of college. The drunk driver was able to walk away pretty much unharmed. He did serve a year jail sentence, but I always felt like he deserved to be locked away forever. The first week after Stacy's death was by far the hardest time for me. It felt like there was a void in my heart that would never be filled again. But my shadow made it easier for me. For the first 15 days after her death, I would see a dark mass build up in the middle of my room, slowly it would take the form of Stacy, and touch my leg, it was cold to the touch but I could feel that it was in as much pain as I was in, at first it scared the fuck out of me, I thought it was going to kill me the same way it did to James. but. It would just stand there touching my leg for a couple of seconds before disappearing into my body. The void would slowly disappear and I would feel a sense of peace. I wasn't happy but I was far from sad. Basically, it just put me back into neutral and it was just what I needed. The days would still suck but it was at least something to look forward to. The last day of its comforting was the first night I truly felt like I was better. I still missed her, but she was more of a sad passing thought afterward. Like I said, it didn't attack anyone after James until the second year of college, but I trusted it now. It felt like a brother I never had, the friend that would never leave me be. The source of my permanent comfort and safety. I was walking around downtown with my friend at 2 in the afternoon. We finished our classes an hour ago and we were trying to find something good to eat. We were walking past a homeless man when his arm suddenly reached out and grabbed my ankle. I fell to the ground and the next thing I knew he was on top of me and whispering in my ear. Your little helper doesn't seem to like my little helper. What are you going to do about it, bitch? Why not just stay still so that my helper can enter you? He just wants to play a little. I tried pushing him off me, but he wouldn't budge. My friend tried pulling him off of me as well, but the man just pushed him aside like a piece of trash. I saw his shadow moving, but it didn't move toward me. It was starting to sit down as my shadow moved toward the man, and slowly slid inside of the man. He became limp after a couple of seconds, and I was able to push him off of me. He landed on his back, and my friend and I watched as his neck started to jerk up and down as the man let out a guttural scream, his neck split open and torn muscle, broken bones and a generous amount of blood spilled out. My friend screamed and asked what the fuck was going on, but I was speechless. I learned for the first time that there were others like me. Again, nobody could prove that I had anything to do with the death. But the friend ignored me after that, he even told the others in our circle. I was alone once again, but I didn't care. I finally found a new mission in life. I dropped out of college after finishing the semester and went back to my house. My parents told me they could give me a month before they would have to kick me out. It was more than enough time for me. Within a week, I found a job as a cook in a restaurant about 20 miles away. Three weeks later, I had enough saved up for a shabby little one-bedroom apartment, as well as purchase enough groceries to survive. I knew it was better for me to avoid dealing with people, but the job still allowed me to get enough human interactions to maintain my sanity. I was finally happy, but I couldn't get the homeless man off my thoughts. He had the same type of shadow as me and I knew there were others out there, I just didn't know where. It's been 2 years since I started working at the restaurant, I refused to take a management position but my pay has risen significantly. Everyone at my job loves me and I have finally started to feel comfortable with them. I upgraded from the small apartment to a 2 bedroom house and I managed to buy a cheap working car off of craigslist. And everything was great until yesterday I was out shopping at the local furniture store for a small sofa for the living room after I found the right one I made the purchase and set up the delivery as I walked outside I saw a group of around 30 to 40 people standing around my car they were all talking calmly but their shadows looked to be carrying their own conversations Nervous and slightly scared, I tried walking back into the store but my shadow moved toward the group of people. The further apart we got, the harder it became for me to move or even breathe. As I started to feel like I was being suffocated, I gave up and walked up to the people. A woman stopped talking, looked up at me, and walked up to me. She stuck her hand out and said, "Dan, nice to finally meet you. We have been watching you. We had to make sure you weren't going to abuse your helper, don't be scared. The purpose of this visit is to give you an offer. Free rent, free food, free drugs or whatever else you need, in return. We clean up the filth the world produces. I mean, it's pretty much zero risks for you because your helper will. I raised up my hand and she stopped talking. After shaking my head for a second, I asked, What? You want me to just let my shadow kill people? What gives us the right to judge people and... Why do you call it the helper? She gave me a sad smile before saying They're helpers because they aren't our shadows. They don't mirror what we do. Hell, they are smarter than all of us combined. You're right. We can't be trusted to judge others. But they can. They only kill people that they know are filled with evil and hate. They allow people with even a speck of good to live. Why do you think I'm still alive? Like I said, it's a choice. She handed me a small piece of paper and said, call this number if you would like to join. But you only have 24 hours. After the time is up, we will just count it as you declining. I tried sleeping last night but I just couldn't reach any type of decision. After tossing and turning in my bed for 5 hours I finally just got up and looked outside. The sun was starting to rise and a couple of cars were driving down the road. I watched a couple more cars drive by when I noticed something out of the corner of my eye. A small group of shadows moving down the street there wasn't a person around the next car that drove past my house came to a stop after the car didn't move for over an hour I called the police and reported it that was two hours ago the cops arrived and two officers walked up to the car one officer immediately started to talk into the two-way radio while the other stood there completely still a couple of minutes later another cop car showed up along with an ambulance the two paramedics had shadows but the four cops did not have one i didn't want to see any more and walked away from the window the cops knocked on my door and asked me if i noticed anything strange before i called them i just told them that it stopped in front of my house and stayed still They asked me to stay in the area until they contacted me again, and I just nodded my head as they left. Before the four cops got into their car, I noticed that their shadows were moving on their own.